I've been listening to um, Do You Wanna Know by the Arctic Monkeys a lot recently. I the song that I really enjoy. And if I'm correct, the beginning of that song is what they used to use in the Ford F-150 commercials like four, five, six, seven years ago. Has it really had like down, 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 and then it'd be and it'd, it'd, oh. it'd have the like it would have the <laughs> Have you ever been riding on your bike so fast that you hit a rock, fell off of it, and snapped your leg in half and slowly bled out in the pavement? That's what it's like to drive a Ford F one fifty. It had those commercials. Well, yes. it, it, that, that was the meme version, but it had those commercials, and, and every time. I, I, I play the song. I just auto-generate one of the memes in my head. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and it'll beautiful. be the most random shit. Just like, have you ever taken a shit so hard that you shat out all of your internal organs? That's what it's like to drive a Ford <laughs> F-150. <laughs> and that's been me for the past, like, month. And it's just getting progressively worse. Oh, nice. Well, I guess... <laughs> it um... happens when I sleep now. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, oh. to Lorecast Eternals. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. This is kind of the unofficial drunk episode, or hungover episode. I know. Somebody decided to get absolutely crunked at 3 o'clock today. We had a really fun day. <laughs> yeah, dude. Jacob. What the hell, man? Oh, yeah. You it's got me. truly totally trapped. <laughs> it's me, 100%. Yeah. Philip. Yeah. Um, oh, hi, by the way. I'm Jacob. I'm Mitchell. I'm Phil. This is Drunk Master 9000. <laughs> yeah, that's Phil. Uh, no, we went to, we, we, we took a, a day trip down to um, Brenham, Texas before we recorded the episode. And um, first of all, we, we were checking the uh, town out and then we just ended up going to like three different bars. <laughs> yeah, we're not expecting to get a third of a bottle of wine when we ordered a glass of wine. Okay, to be fair, that wine bar slapped. <clears throat> I love that wine bar. Oh, yeah. Um, that lady was so, like, just nice and just... Well, the first that she directed us to the one of the top ten restrooms in the United States. That was States. the wildest shit. She's like, hey, do you want to see one of the bougiest bathrooms in America? We're like, what? A and taxidermied ferret watched me use the restroom. <laughs> uh, Phil, a a taxidermied ferret watched us use the restroom. I was right next to you taking a piss as well, and it was just as uncomfortable for Amongst me. Amongst the, um, what, 25 paintings of, of just... Of naked French women? Of naked French women, it yeah. It was an interesting bathroom, to say the least. Yeah. Not the weirdest pl- public setting I've ever been in, though. Because there was... Um, public setting or public bathroom? What about public that? setting. There was this restaurant I went to down in Key West. It's part of a hotel that was down on Key West proper. Um, and, like, their primary, like, breakfast buffet area, it, uh, it was set up in an area that just had a shitload of, like, gravure... Like new pinup photos of famous actor uh, actor actresses from like the fifties, sixties, and seventies. Did you say a lot of them were like Marilyn Monroe or something like that? Some of them were, but uh, it wasn't just Marilyn Monroe. It was just like titties everywhere, basically. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. And my dad and I walked in, and I'm like fourteen, fifteen, sixteen at the time. Huh. My dad walks and looks around, and he's like, "Hmm." And I look walking, and I look around, and I'm like, "Hmm." Okay then. So we go in, we grab our food, we sit down, and we're just surrounded by all these, like, topless photos, and we're just like, you know, we're just gonna eat and get out of here. 
And then in walks the family of four with small children. <laughs> and my dad and I look at them, look at each other, look <clears throat> at them, and we're just like, hey. Go back to eating our food. They promptly turned around and left. Yeah, I can't blame them. Yep. That'd be, that'd be hell of a thing to explain to uh, your kids, your your little kids, like, oh, mommy, mommy, what so, are these paintings? Um, at, well, you see. At A&M, there's a very famous restroom, and the term for this restroom is called poop with a view. Poop with a view. <laughs> so it's the third floor academic building. Do you poop with a view? And it's just, there's a window right there, and you just go, huh. There's a nice view. A nice view. Yeah, poop with a view. Poop with, poop with a view. There you go. Okay. But um, but yeah, so we ended up just kind of bar hopping. So Philip is hungover. I'm buzzed, and I think Mitchell's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely fine. Liver I'm the one that damage. drove home. Yeah, no. I had to be fine. Yeah, <laughs> Mitchell had to be responsible. Me and Phil got to be fuck ups. <laughs> okay. Um, no, no, no. That that float was nice though. Oh yeah. I didn't think. Yeah, we the the last bar we went to, there was like a root uh, an ice cream float, but instead of soda. With the float, it was a Russian Imperial Stout. Yep. I fucking hate stouts. I'm not a fan of the Honestly, of the bitterness, that, but like that, I mean, I, I probably wouldn't get it again, but like, it was pretty good. The ice cream somehow made the stout more bitter than just drinking the stout. Well, no, so for me, it wasn't the stout itself. It was the foam that fucked me up. That was bad. Like the foam but the rest was of it was great. Um, but, okay. To move things along just a tad bit, we did get a new Patreon member. So, um, first, I'd like to always thank all of our Patreon members. Because Shout out to the Patreon. You guys you, are awesome. You really help with um, keeping this going, mainly because I, so I don't have to drop a yearly subscription for our podcast. And then um, gas money. Um, so, so much gas money. Shout out to all you OGs and the new one. Um, Jim, James, John, Jones, Jamothy. I think it's James John or something. We're just going to say James. James. Thanks for joining, James. We promise you probably won't regret it. Yeah, exactly. We're only slightly, you know, challenged. <laughs> um, um, oh, and uh, for an announcement, um, Allie is going to be setting up the... A qu- the uh, Fourth the, contest. The last quarterly contest of 2023. So if you have any questions about that... Feel free to DM, DM, God damn it, DM, DM her on the Discord. You'll for, spit it out eventually. I'll, I'll, I'll English it at, at, at some point in time. Uh, but feel free to DM her on the Discord server for any comments, or just questions, at or at her. Yeah, just she, she has the information. She's smarter than we are. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, that that's gonna be a brewing up pretty soon. Oh, uh, uh, is that is that all the announcements? I think that's all the announcements. Yeah. Okay. So we're doing Care of Overlords Part 2, and this is not an over-Discord episode, so hopefully we won't have computer issues and it sound in our vo- voices sound Yeah, like maybe one of our computers won't actually on catch on fire in the process. Yeah, and our, our you know audio won't sound like a parakeet stuck in a blender. <laughs> it got pretty bad. Yeah. We do apologize about that. That episode was rough. <laughs> So many technical difficulties. So many technical difficulties. All the college students are back, so now my Wi-Fi is trash. Is that why it's been going? Because you just yeah. overload? Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. And I'm stuck with Optimum. Mitchell's basically like, get off my lawn, but get off my bandwidth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you goddamn kids. Look, look, look. All I'm saying is... That just means your opportunity for one-night stands went up significantly. 
thought that my mind went to go and I can act like a hobo with a shotgun. You know, me and Mitchell had a conversation about this not but three hours ago. I'm going to go on a murder spree. <laughs> I feel like I missed a key piece of information to that comment. So he went with like... That's how I feel. <laughs> I'm like fixing my mic and Mitchell's like murdering people with a shotgun. And I'm like, I know I'm a little buzz, but what? <laughs> No, me and Seriously had this conversation. It's because I am too well put together and everybody thinks I'm gay. I mean, whatever it takes to, like, have some company, right? <laughs> I am sure that Mitchell could find some fine young men. If he so chose. <sighs> I'm not making eye contact with him, but he's going to throw something at me in a second. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> <sighs> it sucks uh, that I like to have a nicely decorated interior of a home. I, I think it's fantastic. And I dress nicely. I think it's fantastic. Women just walk into your presence and they're like, ah, yes. They look at that couch behind you and go, that man is gay. Yeah. Apparently. It, it's a. a, a <clears throat> it's an Italian chase. Chase. Oh, it's so yeah. comfy, though. Yeah, it's an Italian. It looks like the most uncomfortable piece of furniture on the fucking planet. And I laid on it and I was like, Dude, I could nap here. So there's, that, a, it, there's a woman. There's a woman. <laughs> there's a reason women in the 1800s were apparently constantly falling all over these things. And it's because they're really comfortable. Really um, it's handcrafted in Italy. Really? Yeah. We're talking about a couch, by the way. A couch. Chase. 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 It's a chase. chase. It's a chase. It's my reading lounge. <laughs> I read on that. Oh, so I learned that apparently Mitchell has magical home wrecking powers. <laughs> I mean, I believe that could also be used to describe my interaction with James's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, and, and I'm, I'm not I'm, not not new Patreon James. Uh, other person James. I, I'm I'm being a, a, a bit of a dick when I describe it that way. But apparently, um, I I'm, wish I was being. Mitchell dick. was telling me that uh, apparently there's like. A couple. I've ruined three relationships. <laughs> not on, on accident, purpose, though. Just on like, accident, because they're just like, "Oh my god, he treats me so well." It's not like they dated me, but still, <laughs> they're like, "They're like, he treats me like shit." And Mitchell's like, "Well, dude, let me like give you some advice," and they break up. And then Mitchell's like, "What have I done?" <laughs> no, I just listen to their problems. They're like, "Oh my god, he listens," and it's like, "Why am I not in the relationship after anything happens?" Mitchell, are you familiar with the term "go fuck yourself"? <laughs> yep. Because apparently that's it. Anywho, this got. This went a, went a weird direction. Karen on Overlords Part Two. Jesus Christ! How their society works. Um. Yeah. No. So I think I think I want to go back to talking about how Mitchell ruins society. <laughs> <laughs> no, so- Step number one. Stop. <laughs> okay. Step number one. I'm drink good. a lot of beer. Um. No. So the last episode, we we just talked about a lot of the lore about the care of the overlords, like what happened in the Age of Myth, Age of Chaos, Age of Sigmar. Uh, we didn't go over the Aether War, which we said we would go over in this episode. But yeah, Bellacor shenanigans that really needs to be covered in Bellacor's Burning Skies. Yeah, I think we decided that like we'll talk about it more in depth. But if whenever Broken we do, Realms Bellacor, Broken Realms Bellacor, but just j- just a shorthand, it is basically Bellacor was trying to do head ass shit in Shimon with like the Silver Tower, which is like gaunt summoner bullshit point being is bellacor was trying to summon lots of fucking demons and shimon and the carrot and lords weren't fucking cool with that and then they cast gun and everything died correct and once again that's uh that, that's the cliff notes cliff notes yeah but, yeah now but, we're now yeah. going to explain how caradron overlords are still dirt and 
slash dwarves. We will be saying dwarves for the rest of this podcast. Their society and whatnot. And how they differ from other dwarves. We are not going to be talking about all of their flying ships in this episode because we don't want to. (laughs) Facts. They have ships and they fly. With Aether Gold. Yep, and there's a lot of them. So, um, going with... What's pretty interesting about them is that they're not religious in one bit, but they still kind of revere their ancestor gods. That's not entirely true, because one of the big holes, I think Beric Thring, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, but Beric Thring is actually still decently devout. You might not be wrong when it comes to, like not religious, like they don't like they don't so, revere, but they're they 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 are the only um, skyport, if I remember correctly, that's still like to a certain extent like prays to Grungi and reveres them as the great ancestors and doesn't okay. have so, any like, animosity. So against there's them. there's a really big ancestor concept to their society. They always revere their ancestors, and although they do not worship deities, real quick, um, I hate to say this. But apparently, my notes on culture and society society got deleted. Intriguing. Well, Philip is going to be here for comic relief. Yeah, that's about all I'm going to be good for. Um, notes notes apps are fucking weird. So they do not yeah, I, actively praise or. Or religious, but they still things occasionally. He'll be fine. Yeah. Well, I like vaguely remember this because whenever I did all my initial research, but yeah, no, I opened up my notes and I'm like, "Where's my society Being notes?" Over probably doesn't help. That shouldn't have anything to do with it. I mean, your cognitive abilities, yes, are lower. Yeah, but it doesn't have anything to do with my notes being deleted. Facts. <laughs> okay. Continuing. Um. Yes, please. But I'm gonna blame my cat. God. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> did I throw off your groove? No, but I certainly did. Yes. <laughs> let me just let I me, miss let, let me just, Freya so much. Let me just, Are you still Give me your feet? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um so Carrot and Overlord miss Freya? Yeah. I also love Freya. Don't you stop touching my big toe? <laughs> <laughs> Brother. <laughs> This is gonna be a rough episode. Which okay. was fucking hilarious. We're like, yeah, society and whatnot shouldn't be too hard. This shouldn't take too long. And now we're sitting here like, this is gonna be a rough fucking episode. It's already fifteen minutes in. Oh fuck that it, sounds we like us. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Um, so going back, ancestors are very important to the Caradron overlords. Yeah, they still, but like- they. That still includes their ancestor gods. They just do not actively worship them. They still respect them. Yeah, Barak Bar- Thring more than anyone. Yeah. yes, they they don't they they revere them as yeah as ancestors, not as necessarily yeah. gods. Some but but some like like straight don't like them. Like there are yeah. some scarabs that are like yeah fuck Grungi like point blank fuck yeah. Grungi. Um, they are not religious because they all like they they realize that gods exist, but they are also really they believe that. Anything can be explained by science. Yeah, all, all things like they they accept the reality of gods and demons and whatnot, but they are more like this can be explained by science. The, the, and the, um, there I'm is going a natural occurring reasons why this happened, not just my dick, and that's why. Yeah. Um, real quick, and um, on on the god topic, I think a, a good way to describe it is they see the gods more as figureheads than things to be worshipped. Yeah, though they do put 
the god like artistic I, stylings I, I, of religious iconography yes like on their ships and on their yeah, sky no, ports like, they, they still ride in the battle with like the like, like things of Grungi and Grimnir and Valea and whatnot but this is more like a well to a certain extent it's like it looked pretty so we put it on ship but also it's like we're respecting our ancestors we're respecting the figureheads and what they represent but we don't worship them but this yeah. is to show that sometimes still it will them. it will be an actual like honored ancestor like somebody's ancestor yeah. did something nice and so they're like oh cool I'm gonna like have his, you know, his visage. Yeah, because, like, respecting, like, like, revering their ancestors is still really big to them. Yeah. Yes. And also, an- another big part of that, um, of, like, revering their es- ancestors and whatnot, is a lot of the, uh, the pendants that you'll see them wear into combat, uh, those are actually melted down from ancient weapons from the Age of Myth. Hmm. Um, or even weapons that managed to make it over from uh, the world that was, they're melted down from those weapons and then reforged into these ancestral symbols. Could you imagine symbols. finding a weapon from a destroyed, um, from like your destroyed ancestral world and being like, I'm gonna melt that bitch. <laughs> well, no, these are like axes and swords, and of course they've moved yeah, so I, far I beyond like, that that like it's like, like, they, like there's nothing. So what? They, so what they do is they they use that. Um, with the power of friendship and magic, anything is possible. They yeah. can definitely restore yeah. like, those. I'm assuming they're not melting down extremely potent magical artifact from the world that oh, was. Oh, no, no, no. It's just kind of like finding... It's like going to Egypt and finding a long-lost ter- uh, a long lost, um, like like pharaoh's tomb and being like... Let's make pain out of it. If you're British. Let's eat that. That was the British, too. The British, yeah. They they made pain out of it, but they also ate it. Yeah, like, <laughs> mummy it, brown. It's, it's, yeah, <laughs> mummy brown. Yeah, it's just it's just. Yeah. By the way, if you ever buy a paint that's labeled mummy brown, originally it was called mummy brown because the primary pigment in there was literally was dead Egyptians. Was literally mummy. <laughs> um, it's it's just kind of a weird concept to be like oh, this. Like, it might not be powerful, but this like ancient artifact from this untold world well, from remember, thousands upon thousands of years ago <laughs> into the furnace. <laughs> well, remember they're extremely pragmatic. No, I know. I'm not saying it's a bad thing or that yeah. I, I disagree. And, and they just, they will carry those trinkets with them into combat specifically to honor their ancestors. <sighs> I'm sorry, but um, feel free to continue. I just wanted to comment on that. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm basically done. Um, but yeah, no, the way, the way they do worship is, is, is really cool. I really like it. And, um, yeah. like I said, there are some Skyports that are like, yeah, fuck Grungi. We don't care about them at all. There's some that's, there's some that revere them as great ancestors. Some still kind of ish worship them as gods, but like not really. It, it's pretty cool to see how they interact with their worship and, um, whatnot. Like, I, I, I think the way they went about it, it's actually really cool. I actually really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, it's funny, uh, I think, depending on the Skyport that you go to, like, some people think about, like, Grungi and the Great Works and him, his breath mixing with the bullshit and making Aether Gold. So they're, like, depending on the Skyport, some people are like, yeah, that was super awesome, and the others, other Skyport's like, yeah, that was his big fuck-up. <laughs> fuck Grungi. Yeah. Um, also, <clears throat> I think with Carriage and Overlords, it's very interesting how they made them just, like, they are dwarves. But they almost had to, like, a sprinkle of space marine, if that makes sense. We, we, we talked about this in the bonus episode. They're just leagues of autonomy. They really are. <laughs> like, they're very militaristic. Mercantile, pragmatic, yeah. militaristic. 
They're an, they're an interesting group. Very big on ancestry, but they also don't they don't let their ancestry dictate who is actually like the leader. Well, it's yeah, all no, they, 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 a they merit based system. They, yeah, they they don't do. I think we talked about this in, in part one, but fuck it. Uh, they they don't do like royal royal lines. Like 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 Mitchell, if I'm your dad and I was like this great fucking leader, you're it, not like, my dad. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if I, let's say I was this great, powerful military leader that did all this cool shit for the Caradons, and you're my kid, and they're like, and yeah, if you, if you suck ass, you suck ass. Guess like, like he's gonna be, be in a, like with the Arknot company. You have to go prove himself before he actually does yeah, any leadership. Like, get, get good scrub. Like if you suck, you suck. That's what it is. This is what it doesn't matter who your daddy is. The Chinese bureaucracy. Like <laughs> it truly is a merit-based system. Now, there's corruption in the old Chinese bureaucracy. We're not going to go into that. But, like, in the grand scheme of things... In a perfect world, the entire fucking Caradon, like, society, I ain't no helicopter papa sink or swim, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, oh, did we talk about, like, the, um... The, mem- the rocks of remembrance. No, no, that we haven't gotten I, there I, yet. I have not. I, I think that that goes into more like revering their ancestors, not like the gods, but just like they're actually mortal, blooded ancestors. Is they just um, they have rocks that they inscribe names on and shit, and to like deeds and things like that to remember their ancestors. It, it's pretty fucking basic, but like it's neat. It I like it because it still feels very like just good old fashioned dwarf. Dwarven yeah. to do that, you know. It's if dwarfs and Tau got together, maybe. Um, maybe not. That's probably a bad analogy. Well, I mean, Tau are known for having really, really high tech and good technology compared to everyone. They else don't believe and... in gods, really. It's just for the greater good. Tau have, they, Tau they have do. Max Caradons have flying helicopters. It's about the good of the society and what, like, because a lot of their merit-based system. I can system, kind of see if the Tau were more, if the Tau were more mercantile, I think I could. I mean, I guess they're decently mercantile. I don't, I don't fucking. Know. I, 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 I agree to a certain extent. I agree. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's it is very strange that you have dwarves that are not dwarves because they don't consider themselves family of other dwarves like fire slayers. They go like. I mean, yeah, they're... I don't think they like the Fire Slayers after the, the whole, like, we're not taking your refugees yeah, and everyone was dying. So they they don't consider them, like, cousins or brothers or anything because they kind of just... They're like, no, we're not going to take you in during the Age of Chaos. The no, Fire like, Slayers yeah. were just like, no, we're not going to take you in because you're not us. You're not Fire Slayers. They're like, okay, Bruh, I guess we're, we're, I guess we're not what your the family fuck? then. Yeah, I, I think, like, they're very much like, yeah, they're the same race as us, but, like, that's about it. Yeah, the the, the overlords literally see the Fire Slayers as only, they're more honor-bound to keep their end of a contract, and that's about it. That's about it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's pretty fair. Um, I think the Grunstock... Inf- infantry Corporation? The fucking, the, the private military people we talked about the first episode yeah i think they have like rocks of remembrance to it or like honor bearers or something like that yeah they have the same kind of thing i know it kind of sounds like i'm repeating myself but i just i just think it's i i just really enjoy that good well, old-fashioned even though with their i just think they're neat i just think they're neat they're pretty neat i just like them it's it goes in with their names as well a lot of their names are done specifically with honor they're very honorific as i'm seeing here it's 
dash s s o n or dash d o t r yeah it's like that's how you get like like kurgan son or like aether daughter 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 i never put that together essentially it's son and daughter so it's like oh name son gosh. name daughter there's that's another big thing that makes this really different from like the fire slayers or really any other dwarves <laughs> they're not afraid to hide their female dwarves uh the um the caradons yes yeah they, well because like who gives a shit like, yeah, yeah like, they're very popular. You know, when, when everybody's female, wearing powered matter? armor. Well, yeah. yeah, it's like you're female. Who gives a shit? Like, you work just like everyone else. Like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah. just get out there and do your job. Yeah, you go die like the rest of us. I don't, Look, I don't, I don't know what I'm whole, saying is... I don't know a whole... I just wish they w- had fucking beards. Oh, yeah, that's the one hardcore heresy thing about the Caradons is to fit in their power armor. They have to trim their beards and shit. And Mitchell told me that, and my only comment was, That's going in the fucking book! <laughs> oh, man, I need to find that Do video music again. In- Do music intensifies. Oh, no, let, me find- let me see if I can find that. God, yeah. it's... Cause- I get it, though. Like, if you have, like, 16 again- pounds of hair on your face and you have power armor that's supposed well- to be, like, environmentally sealed... The... The ones that don't have to go into the power armor, armor like the they ones like, like the, that are beards. like really controlling the government, um, big ass beards. They they have beards that sweep the floor. Yeah. So my thing is, why not just make extra armor for your beard? Like, think about it. If you well, have, they go the extra if step. You have a four foot. They put beard. a beard in their armor. Well, we know yeah, their armor has a beard, but why not? Why not have your beard go in the beard armor so you can like not have to shave? I'm just saying, like, because that's wasting materials. Shut up. <laughs> Respect the beard, bro. That's a waste of me. That's not very pragmatic of you. Shut up. <laughs> I think the fire slayer's better. You have beards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to paint orange all the damn time? Oh, God, so many small shirtless men. <laughs> <laughs> Angry small. You know, given the car race we just have had, that should be your army, Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> My prime will be in my 30s. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, somebody's gonna go. Somebody didn't put their phone I'm in my back! I'm right back. I gotta take this. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I, fa- I failed. I failed. Thanks, Jess, for interrupting us. I had a massive party foul and I forgot to, to silence my phone. Boo. I'm sorry. Hi, James. We can sign you to the feetsies. It's going in the book. <laughs> I'm not moving my feet like that's your fucking eye. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, I just expected you to be like sitting with your legs at right angles, not like sticking your <laughs> no, feet way out. Like... And so I like moved my foot over and I was like, where the fuck? <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Um, moving on. Yeah, moving on. There's a lot shit. of honor. Oh, yeah. Like, their contract shits, like their oaths and all that bullshit, right? So, they're very honor-bound, like any other dwarf is. Of course is. they are. But, they also are very... Sketchy? <laughs> very sketchy. Um, although they are honor-bound to uphold a contract, they will do everything in their power to find a loophole. They are 100%. If you read subs, uh, sub, uh, sub, sub... On page 376... Subsection, subsection Jesus Christ. Subsection, subsection 3,947-27A. If you're sub, an, subsection if, B, sub sub subsection seven. If elf contract is void. 
Yeah, so like they're they're honor bound, very honor bound, but they're honor bound to the contract. And if the contract has loopholes, you will in fact be loopholed. Yes, and, Look, it, and that's basically if you leave a loophole in that contract, they're gonna drive a fucking semi right through that loophole. Yep, and then essentially it's just get styled on, bitch. That's, and that's why basically what there it is. is this saying that you must read, never sign a Caradon writ without reading it ten thousand times. Like you need to understand. What might be written inside that letter? Caradon's the type of motherfuckers that they're like, yes, we're going to go make a contract with the humans. And then they have the entire contract in Kazalid, so they can't read it. But then it's not just Kazalid, it's some weird fucked up dialect of Kazalid. So once they get someone who can read Kazalid, he's like, there's D's where the A's are supposed to be, and I'm very confused. And then just for shits and giggles, they probably have some orc in there too. Um, That's the type of shit they'll do. Like and if, the, you, if you can beat them at their own game, like you got them. But and like, then it is the contract is um, as intended, not as written. As intended, not as written. Or they, they can play either way. So so basically, it's like cool if if you beat us at our own game and you and we can't loophole you, we'll just pull the. That's not what the spirit of the contract was. <laughs> yes, that's not what the wow. heart of the cards are. <laughs> That's some bullshit. But you know, you know, it's super fucked up. I bet a hundred percent. If you made a deal with a card on, and you were like, man, and you read the whole fucking thing, and you got all of his loopholes right, and he's like, fuck, okay, now I'm gonna pull the spirit of the contract, and you managed to like figure that out too, and you're like, no, bitch, I still got you. He'd be like, that's a grudging, <laughs> and then you would get grudged for it. How I, much do I, you want to bet? I, actually, I think they would be more impressed because they all they honestly believe that if somebody can be exploited through the contract and they don't understand they're about to be exploited they deserve it it's not my fault they're dumb <laughs> exactly <laughs> so if you figure it's it like out the epitome of get good <laughs> if, if you figure it out they're going to probably go like while i'm writing this in the book it's for a good manner <laughs> like it's like i'm angry you beat me it's being but written, my anger is surpassed by my respect it's being written in blue instead of red <laughs> it reminds me of like I don't know why, but it's like doing that to a Caradon. You get a that's a grudgeon, but instead of an angry, it's like that's a grudgeon. Like that's a good grudgeon. Like, yeah. Like I'm angry, but like nice. Yeah. It's like the joke where every time you spend your money stupidly, Samuel L. Jackson yells motherfucker at you, but then like this, the tone of the motherfucker changes depending on what you spend money on. Yeah. Also, the Caradron overlords are no, no stranger to grudges. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a book. <laughs> Philip, they don't have a book. They have a hall. <laughs> a building of grudges in their district. No, you don't understand. Yeah. No, you don't understand. So you don't you don't have a grudge. You have a rune of mark. And what a rune of mark is, is it is a notarized grudge. That <laughs> yep. li- no, no, no. That literally says if you have a properly signed rune of mark. You are not restricted by the Caradon code. It's yep. literally like I have a grudge against Mitchell and I no longer have to obey the Constitution. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, it's even better no, than no, no, that. No. There it, is, there, no, there no, is no. no Geneva Convention. Yeah, there's, 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 what are you doing? I'm making mustard gas for Mitchell's mailbox. <laughs> Dude, all I can think is that, like, you know, there's the Caradon Overlords. They're like, oh, yeah, we have all these rules. This is how we conduct ourselves. This is how we commit fights. All I hear is that's going in the fucking book. And they're like, and then, get like, that man a mark. And, no, and they're like, you know, oh, yeah, so, like, we're preparing for war, blah, blah, blah. And then some dude just runs in and he's like, Tim's going to be there. What? Tim's going to be there. Oh. Friendly fire has now been activated. <laughs> oh. So Tim's going to be there. Hmm. Yes. 
bring me the mustard gas. <laughs> Him bring, is about not to be there. <laughs> bring, bring me the flamen of Uffa. <laughs> oh, Lord. Hans, get the shield. Get the Luga. Get the Luga. What's even more hilarious, like, I, I'm not, I'm not sure through this. I read this somewhere, but I'm also, like, not exactly fully functioning right now. But I think they said that if you actually, like, complete a rune of Mark, if you, like, settle a grudge and come back, like, this is the proof of me settling the grudge. So, so here, here's the skin I tore off of well, his no, face. Well, no, so what it says is any, any, like, plunder you get while settling this grudge, because once again, you're not, you're no longer under the fucking constitution, so you can do whatever the fuck you want yeah. to settle the grudge. Whatever plunder you get, you have to bring back to, like, the Cardons, like, the council, and they'll, and they will, they will split the plunder like, like any normal ship would. Yeah. But they also say that if you bring back proof of a completed grudge, you'll be richly rewarded. So basically, you come back and you're like, haha, I ripped off Tim's nuts and made him eat them. They're like, come get paid, bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so awesome. Oh, I fucking love dwarves. God. They take it to another level <laughs> because they're not going to forget it because they're going to write it in their own like subsection of a carriage and code or something. And- <sighs> Like oh it's awesome oh this like random sitting in the middle of nowhere said told us no when we really needed them to say yes no more trade for them ever do you know what what is like what could be subject subjected to a grudge that I find fucking hilarious losing a battle. <laughs> If you're like me and Phil are at war and Phil kicks my ass and I'm like, that's a grudging. It's like, wasn't it already? <laughs> I'm con- grudgeception. <laughs> I am confused. C- yep. Confused and Kazalid. <laughs> oh, Just a John Travolta meme, like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh god. Oh, okay. That's amazing. Um Another thing I want to talk about real quick about the whole, like, Caradon, um, honor thing and whatnot and their contracts is also that they, they always adhere to the code. So if you can actually, like, you can technically, if you can figure out a way to go above a contract and, and like, cite the code on them, if you can prove that, like, nah, this contract, like, breaches code, like, co- is, not co- is not codex compliant, <laughs> if this contract is not code compliant... Like you can, like you, you can cite them on that, and they'll be like, "Okay, yep, fuck, sorry, boom, done, no hard feelings, completely and totally." Like it's yeah, no, yeah or no like the grudge is against the code. Well, no, well, I'm talking more about like if you get into a contract, but yeah, no, like the Caradons are so like focused in on obeying the card on code that basically they, I, I would assume for grudges, yeah, but if you have like a gr- I don't think grudges would work because if you have a sign or a mark, that means that the, for you have a once, you have a once in a lifetime hall pass for not caring about your own society. You, you need to get that grudge notarized. Yeah, notarized, yeah. But like if like if me and you got into a contract, it's got to be an official grudge. If me and you got into a contract and and you were doing all your loophole bullshit, but I could I managed to prove that your contract um went against the Caradon code. Is not codex compliant. Is not codex compliant. It would be like it would be like, cool, done. No grudge, no nothing. Like this is not codex compliant. This is not okay. Everything's washed away. Like no hard feelings. I think that's pretty cool. Nice. That is pretty cool. Oh hey baby boy. <sighs> Are you alive now that you finished your coffee? There's, no. there's more. You look a little better. No he doesn't. I'm still very much dead inside. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Your hair looks better, and that's about home. it. We're not going home tonight. <laughs> we'll see about that. Yeah. Uh, um, I've also got this like gallon of fucking water next to me that I've been drinking. 
That, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, I would just like to point out, this was filled, and it's now halfway empty. Good. We need it. Hydrate. 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 Yeah. Dude, this is the first time I've been hungover in a very long time. So, when you complained about the humidity, I went, Mitchell was like, bruh. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> we went and got tacos for dinner, and me and Mitchell just sitting there and munch and have a good time, and Phil's just like... I crave the sweet embrace of death. <laughs> Somebody kill me. I just want to no, die. Because I'm also sleep deprived. And so fucking... I could barely string sentences together. Or string words together into a sentence. And Mitchell's like, hey, come buy these tacos. And I'm looking at this board and it's like... Dude, the letters are moving around and shit. Well, not I just that, told a like, lady to make the exact same tacos that I had. Yeah, no, but I'm looking at this menu and I'm like, okay, this is a Mexican place. They have tacos. Cool. I'll just get like a barbacoa taco. And I'm looking at the menu and I'm like, oh no, it just says taco. Why does it just say taco? And then I look over and I realize, oh no, this is this is a build this your is taco ca- this place. Cafeteria style. And Phillip's yeah, like, and panic, I'm like, oh. Panic. Fuck and Mitchell's and they come up to me and they're like, "Hey, what kind of taco do you want?" And I'm like, "Nachos." Mitchell, Mitchell, help! Well, no, at first he was like, "I'm gonna get nachos because like that's pretty fucking simple." And they're like, "We're out of nachos." And Phil was like, "God, are you there?" <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Mitchell, I need tacos." And he was like, "Okay, so order some tacos." And I was like, "No, Mitchell, order me some you tacos." I'm fucking Mitchell, gone. Order my tacos for me, you bitch. <laughs> You're sitting there. I think over you here almost like I'm passed out while ordering tacos. Yeah. And you take me to a fucking cafeteria-style taco joint, you bitch. <laughs> Complaining about the humidity. It was like, it's the exact same humidity as it was outside. And you know, yeah, except and that you- it's inside. And, like, that's not fucking kosher. <laughs> and you know it's bad, too, because he wasn't like, oh, man, this humidity is pretty, un- pretty uncomfortable. He was like, oh, this humidity is fucking oh, not, not good. And we're like, oh, God, he's not having a good time. <laughs> he's, like, rubbing his face on his glass of water and shit. Like, I'm like, oh, he's... he's He's searching for coolness. That's that's the first sign. My man is fucked. <laughs> you know it's bad when you're just like, oh, this feels so good on my face. You're just rubbing like bottles of water over your. Where the face fuck are my glasses? <laughs> Where did your glasses go? How long have I not had my? What the shit? <laughs> Excuse I'll us. We'll, we'll be right back <laughs> after this time. Yeah, bye. All right, we're back. No, dude, like, I looked over at you, realized you were wearing glasses, then realized I wasn't wearing glasses, and I was like, oh, shit, where the fuck are they? (laughs) So what makes this even more hilarious is that, like, a rewind, like, maybe, like, a month or two ago, Philip spent, like, two or three straight weeks only wearing, like, prescription sunglasses because he couldn't find his glasses. So, Philip, if anyone's seen Blues Brothers, this is the quote from that. But basically, Philip personified the, uh, the, uh, it's late, we have half a tank of gas, a full pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. (laughs) 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 We'd be in the dark, in, like, we'd be in my house... The blackout curtain's drawn, we're watching the movie, nice and dark, we can see it, not no glare, and Phillip's wearing fucking sunglasses, <laughs> and I'm like, can you see me? He's like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. We'd throw on, like, a scary movie, and, like, it'd be, like, pitch fucking black on the TV, and I'm sitting there wearing my sunglasses, and I'm just looking over, and I'm like, can I get a play-by-play? <laughs> like, I can see colors. <laughs> we'd be driving at night, like, Phil, are we gonna die? Probably. <laughs> Who fucking knows? I don't know why my ass is driving. Oh, man. So, yeah. 
That that's why that was funny for me at least. But yeah, no. Honestly, God, what makes it really funny is I just looked over at you and then registered that like I was not wearing glasses, and I was like, "Hold on, this is this is not acceptable." Yeah, the entire you came up here that glasses on. I figured you were just like, "Fuck it," this entire time. The sound test, everything, no glasses. Yeah, no, it's because I thought I was wearing glasses and realized (laughs) I wasn't. Okay, guys. Okay, yeah, back on. I would like to be done before twelve because I do have neighbors. And we are loud. Yeah, but, like, fuck him. Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, he's a really nice guy. and would, Those neighbors I can care less about. This person is really nice, and I like no, to have you, chats with you them. Couldn't, you couldn't care less about I couldn't them. care less. Yeah. Correct. I thought that's you, a, you said I can care less. You know, somebody will at me Moving about on. how I said that. <laughs> Someone will tell Mitchell he fucked it up, but then probably ask yeah, for a World me. War Titan. <laughs> Did you see how I defended you? Did you see in, in yes. how I defended you? Yes. I fucking tried. Someone was like, has you opened the box? And I'm like, no, 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 Riddler, no, no. Quit it, quit it, quit it, quit it. Every single time it's mentioned, it's like another month. Oh! The tally. Did you want him to fucking build it? All right, anyway, moving on. Well, talking about fashion, look at this transition. Well, no, 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 no. Real, real quick, something we didn't talk about, about oves and whatnot is, um, uh, when crew, when when Caradon crew are assigned this are assigned, yes, assigned to sky vessels, they're also like bonded with uh, bound ba- bonded to the sky vessel with not only um, contracts and oaths, but also rituals and things like that too. Yeah. So that kind of goes into the whole like honor and oath and whatnot. And, like, they and, like, care grunt, about grunt, their grunt, grunt they, infantry also have like specialized contracts yeah, as well. Dude, they care about their sky vessels so much. Yes. They yeah. will they will fix the sky vessel as they're bleeding to death. Yeah. Yeah, no, depend well, it kinda depends on what skyport they're from or how their ships run, but yes, yeah, some some Caradon crew or ships or sky vessels are like, ah yes, you're missing a limb, fix that fucking engine before you even think of tourniqueting yourself, bitch. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, but that that just kind of goes goes to show how like how intricate and how like detail oriented they are when it comes to like their their honor and their oaths and their contracts and, like they they contract and they oath bind everything, you know. So like it's a really it's a real integral part to their society. Is everything is documented, everything is on paper, and oh my god, they're just the administratum from Forty K. <laughs> if you wanted to play as the government, play, play Caradon. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's role playing as the government. And what you do is you show up to a tournament in like your absolute best like clerk outfit, and you have your army. But before you even start, you have like seventy forms, and you're like, "I'm gonna need you to sign all these before we start playing." <laughs> <laughs> and every single form needs to be needs to be notarized. It's really helpful because I got multiple friends that are notaries, so well, I just like, bring them with it me. It sounds like you know what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, but talking about you're losing your glasses all the time. Fashion. Uh, God, look at that transition. So good. Wait, what the fuck is that? Hold up. God, uh, it's, it's a tennis wrap. It's a tennis grip. Tennis oh racket. You still have these? No, I needed them for my hockey sticks. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I thought this was. I saw you pull that out, and I was like, wait a minute, I recognize that. Yeah, what? Got a bag I've, I've, had to, I've had to redo some tennis grips before. Like, yeah. Philip's face was just the what in tarnation? <laughs> I haven't seen one of these in, Dude, the like, U.S. Open's going on at the moment. Oh, yeah? Who's yeah. doing? Or, who's going? Med... 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 Dev is, like... Oh, yeah, that's right. I wouldn't know any of these people because I haven't kept up with tennis for, like, a decade. Yeah. I still remember that that Doklovich is still going though. I vaguely remember that name. Yeah. This is his tenth U.S. Open. 
God damn. Yeah. I still remember that game um, that was uh, like the long at the time it was like the longest game in history. It was that uh, mixed doubles match. Do you remember that? No. Oh, you don't remember that? I think <laughs> was that. I didn't really ever keep Wimbledon? up with tennis. Okay, but that was that was back in our like that sophomore miserable. year. <laughs> yeah, okay. Continuing. Oh, sorry, I was in the middle of dying. That's when for I a played second. tennis. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> that Fun was fact. Literally a decade ago. Fun fact: We probably played tennis against each other in our freshman year and just didn't know it. D- do you want to hear a real quick, like, little seriously was stupid story, like, real quick? Yeah. yeah. Uh, woe to the day. <laughs> oh wait, sorry. Die alone, Philip. <laughs> working on it. <laughs> What's the things they're drinking for? <laughs> um, no, woe to the days where little Cersei thought that tennis was an easy sport. The first time I played tennis, I thought My I was going gonna... to... like to disagree with you on that fact. No, I, no, the first time I played tennis, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> it is. Very... Everything hurt. I was drenched in sweat. I, w- I had sweat in places sweat had never been. Yeah. And I, I just... I, I, I thought I was going to die, and the person I was facing looked just in a, just an absolute picture of health, and I'm like, <gasps> how? <gasps> to be yeah. fair, you're built more like a linebacker. <laughs> well, this was back when I was actually fit because i was in athletics and well no like i'm talking about like your shoulders and like how you look you literally yeah. look like a linebacker no, tennis is not my sport yeah but, M- mitchell over here he looks more like a good tennis boy i play hockey do you know what i'm pretty good at soccer no i mean i mean i was back when i you know had stamina <clears throat> and i got fat no um badminton that's just hall that's just tennis with volleyball yeah i know <laughs> i'm actually pretty good at it though i mean i haven't played it in years when i did play it i was i thought it pretty good <clears throat> But yeah, no, little seriously, I was like, you're just hitting a ball back and forth. And I played it, and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. Yes. <clears throat> Fashion. 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 The Carolyn Overlords in their Gucci in their Are very fashionable. Gucci boots. <laughs> yeah. Their Air um, Jordans. So they they really like to... um. Spruce up <laughs> the, the anime thing you're talking about. A <laughs> ten warthog with the Gucci pumps. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I was trying to strike witches to you. What's you just kept coming up with the what's wackiest. that? It's a B two in their Doc Martens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Phil's gonna have to describe have to say what the fuck I'm talking about, or I'm gonna look really do, stupid. Do you remember the anime show Strike Witches? Yes. Okay, I was trying to describe what that show was to Circe in the, like, fewest words possible. <laughs> and literally, he was just like, so you're telling me these, like, because I was like, it's like can coal, but, like, with, with witches and, like, and flying flame. around. And he was like, so you're telling me these bitches are flying around through the airs with, Do- with like, Doc Martin brand jets strapped to their feet? And I was like, you know, you're not wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he was like, oh yeah, pardon me and my Gucci pumps as I unleash my A-10 war- <laughs> Warthog on you, and it's like, <clears throat> okay. The Boeing B-29 Super Fortress in their, in their, in Heelys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, okay. These boots okay, were just... made for walking missile lock. <laughs> are gonna hate me <laughs> okay moving on um God, but yeah so <clears throat> I need to drink since they mine a whole lot of aether gold they have these suits that are you know 
airtight. Um, you know, they just don't all want the same suit, so they kind of spruce them up a bit. Yeah. The higher up you are in the ranks, the more gold and more colorful yeah, and more say, intricate. Can you guess what they use on their armor? Drum roll, please. Gold! <laughs> I love gold. 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 Sometimes they'll do like pictures of the ancestors, like Grungi, Valea. Yeah. Or, or they're like personal and, ancestors or they're too. Personal ancestors. Sometimes they won't. Sometimes they won't have anything. It actually kind of depends. Sky Fortress to Sky, uh, Skyport, Skyport. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of times. Yep. Yeah, I was about to say that, and then it didn't click until I said something. I'm sorry, Ashton. So I'm just gonna shut up. No, I'm, I'll be quiet. I'm no, sorry. No, I'm not gonna no, speak anymore. No, I'm gonna no, go back to the doghouse. But a dog. But a dog. Don't start. We won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> but a dog. God damn it. Dog, dog with the butter. butter. Okay. Dog with the butter. The dogged butter. The butter dog. Um, but yeah, no. So, um. So yeah, also they're, on they're top of this. They're actually pretty fashionable. It's, it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's, that's the funny thing is that they very much participate in... Um, Fashion wear, souls. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So uh, each... Um, barrack kind of has its own unique fashion to it, so you can usually tell the members of a barrack from how they dress, and even then they'll uh you they'll denotate like different members of society, so like different like merchants versus you know grundcore versus you know things like that by the way that they by their coloration and how they cut their clothes and things like that. So it's, it's actually, actually quite pretty, interesting. It's actually pretty intricate. It's really, yeah. yeah. It, 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 it's honest, you know wild. what it reminds me of? <clears throat> it reminds me of the, uh, not Eyes to Die, the fucking, oh, God damn it, the desert people from the Wheel of Time. Oh, um, shit. The, fuck, why can I not remember? Um, the Aiel. It reminds me of the Aiel. So the Aiel, their whole shtick is that they all wear this <laughs> thing called the Cadensor, which is basically like a, it's almost like a, like a suit, but it's, um camouflaged so it's browns and grays and reds and things like that to blend in with the desert that they're from but uh they each each one is cut slightly differently to represent not just which clan you're from but also uh which warrior society you're a member of as well and so like to people outside it all looks the same to them but it, to the members of the aiel they take one look at you and they know not only who, uh what clan you're from but also which uh warrior society you're a member of which Just is very like, important to the aiel because like, like tartans yeah kind yeah, of kind of yeah. yeah i just i think it i i know i i kind of went on this rant in the in the car in the car on a part one episode but i i just think they're just so cool they're just like well because well, you see this mercantile really pragmatic society that's all about oh my gosh and like being and making logical decisions but they're also just like the, the, the fashion walkway though and they're yeah. like yeah the fashion walkway though they're the east india trading company yeah a little bit if it flew instead of say instead of sailed they had the world oh, they do sail the in the sky. In the sky. <laughs> Come sail away. Caca, bitch. <clears throat> Come sail away. Come sail away with me. Oh, they actually do tattoos, too. Lots of tattoos. Yes. And their tattoos also, they're not basic white girls with their tattoos of, like, spin the wheel to see what you get this <laughs> no, Friday. Do you know what their um, tattoos are like? You know what the comparison in my head? Um, Maui from Moana. Yeah, oh, how he, oh, ta he tattoos all of his achievements on his skin. Yeah, they do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, he, like, they very much remind or, me or of they the. Like, uh, what, what is the what is that group of people called? Um, like the actual IRL people. Oh, that, oh, uh, shit. Um, the 
this is this is the time Samoans Samoans yeah I believe Samoans, that's right yeah Samoans. yeah, <laughs> yeah it, my they, brain's it, like I was like the gears were turning I'm like I fucking know this yeah it very much makes me think of that. But like, well, the cool thing is, it's not just achievements either. It's like it family could, it members, could be family members, lovers. Um, if they had a, a good like fiscal year, I think like they do. Basically, it's achievements, but not just like I did this cool thing, but like I married my wife and like I love her, so, or we had kids, or I made a bunch of money, and it's like cool. Put it on my skin. I found yeah. this. It, it could just it could it be settled kind of a good grudging. It could yeah. be any kind of important moment yeah. in their life. But the cool thing is, is like it almost seems like they do it more for themselves. They only do it for themselves and for people who are really close to them because normally it's covered up by armor, and they don't normally walk around not in like some form of armor or like work clothing, you know. So like, I feel so like, here's a question. It's though. so they um, look way they, cooler when they're suiting up. Are the tattoos like sp- specific to certain parts of the body? Like, do they only do it on their hands, or like, can it be like anywhere on their body, like on their face? I think they would just do anywhere on the body, and I think yeah. it would depend on like the the like. It would depend how I, I how highly suppose, they hold the event in their yeah, lives. I would suppose it would depend on like what the tattoos for. Like, I'm not entirely sure how like the card onto their tattoos, but if it was just like I'm gonna get a tattoo of like my wife, it would just be like a name like on your arm or something. But if they're like I'm gonna get the tattoo of the Battle of Burning Skies where I shot Bellacor in the dick, and probably be like <laughs> on across their entire chest. Either that or like on their face because they're like, yeah, I want people to know that I shot it's him like, in the dick. What's on your left titty, Bellacor being a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> It really yeah, brings it lie. really brings His out my eyes during my, like, really. the left side of my back. I almost shit myself. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I turned turned there and he wasn't there, and I was like, "What incarnation?" <laughs> but yeah, I just assume it depends on the importance or like yeah. how well depicted they want it to be. Huh. Or it could. Man, I didn't look too far into this, but like it could. Maybe it could be like tribal shit, and like they have their own way of like depicting events through language or like pictograph or something like that. You know, who knows? <clears throat> um. Can we talk about the beards now? We kind of already talked. I guess we kind of already talked about the beards. Yeah. Uh, the Caradons are actually pretty stylish with their with their beards and their hair and whatnot. They because, trim <clears> them. <throat> they put be- braids in them. It's not beads. just like dwarf have big they beard. They shave. I'm not gonna Which lie. Heresy. If I ever had to see a dwarf without a beard, I'd be like, man, that's a fat gnome. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Would you like to let's see be female honest. dwarves because they don't have Let, beards? Let's let's be honest though. If a dwarf came up and had like the fucking grandest mutton chops i'd be okay with that yeah okay no i gotta agree with that one that, that'd be pretty fire slayer okay. <laughs> i hate you just a little bit <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying fire slayer mutton chops but it's not hair it's fire yeah it's absolute it's it, it is makes fire. sense in my head da, 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 i wonder da, if i can da, find da, a picture of like oh here's one kind of it's blurry. It's blurry as shit, but tattoo. <clears throat> oh yeah. She would murder you. I'd be okay she with that. She would kill me with a look. That bitch looks terrifying. Bruh, I'd... Yeah. <clears throat> please. I would die. <clears throat> yes, please. Um. Oh, their masks too. I think this kind of this kind of falls into both fashion and their relationship with religion. A lot of times, like the helmets of, of their power armors and whatnot, they look like they look like ancestors. Like sometimes it'll be Valaya or Grungi or whatever. Sometimes it'll be one of their own ancestors, but they actually model their helmets to look like ancestors. I think they're called ancestor masks, and they're and it's just the helmet of their of the power armor. Yeah, I don't know if they. I don't know if every okay everyone honest, does. I don't it. actually know if this armor is like power armor or if. It, or if 
if it's just a sealed suit of armor with its oh, own I'm oxygen pretty supply. Sure it's power armor. I think I that wouldn't it. surprise me because because right. of how much work they do with aether gold. Yeah, and how toxic it is. Like like I feel I feel like if you're gonna make a suit that can be hi- highly corrosion resistant and be environmentally sealed with a rebreather, like you might as well also put some shit in there to make you strong yeah. as fuck. <clears throat> like if you're already gonna have to do cool shit, you might as well do maximum cool shit. <clears throat> yeah, just saying. Um, we're not really gonna talk about sky vessels just because. We don't want to. <laughs> that's a whole another. That's a whole another fucking pile of worms. Yeah, there's lots of different dwarven shit that flies, and like it all has a gun. Probably. Look, if you if you if you hey, want to hear an episode, if you are want, literal Death Stars. Yeah, if you want to hear an episode about it, please drop it in an ideas. You know what? Request. You, you actually know it'd be really cool if we did an episode that was just about like the vehicles of AOS. Oh God, might be pretty cool. That, that like, would be like pretty different factions vehicles. The steam tank. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah technically. Yeah, yeah. Um, the parasite engine. I've always oh, wanted God. I've always wanted to start my own like Age Sigmar like that's team. A, that's a Titan. <laughs> yeah, that's a biological monolith. I always wanted to start my own like Age of Sigmar team to go to tournaments and whatnot. And I wish I liked I wish I liked the tabletop more. Bryan College Station, um, they have their like local forty gate forty K team. <laughs> Which is called gets hot, which is the old plasma rule. Well, I'm, but I'm, the steam tanks have a rule called more pressure. More pressure, yeah. Which you just take what like you roll and you can take like one mortal take, wound and, and yeah, and you do more damage, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's I mean, more pressure. Yeah, because you're just shooting like pressurized fucking steam at people. So I always wanted the it's team like, name to be horrifically painful. I always wanted the team name to be like <clears throat> gets hot and more pressure. Get hot, gets hot, more pressure. Yeah. Um, I mean, hey, I've been I've been ramping up my uh, 40k model production. If you want to do a 40k team, I'll be down with that. I'm gets hot. Hmm. I'm gets hot. You're gets hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I'm down. I'm down for doing some AOS tournament stuff. We can do doubles. <gasps> Stormcast. You would actually remember the rules. <laughs> I'm sorry, Johnny. <clears throat> That was rough. <laughs> was rough I'm not going to AOS. Or I'm not AOS. I'm not going to OVO with you in tournament though, because like I am terrified of that shit. Dude, it was really fun, and everybody was very chill for the doubles. I actually highly recommend it. All right, because right. there, everybody there was like, dude, we're playing doubles. We're here to drink beer, roll dice, and die, <laughs> <laughs> and perish. Um, on on Caradon language, basically they speak a form. It it's it's kind of like a successor to old Kazalid called a Karadrid. Basically, that's the language that Kerr Overlords speak. They know lots of different languages, so they can trade better with different species. But like, yeah, their their language is called Karadrid. It's based off old Kazalid, and like that's kind of it. There you go. That's language. <clears throat> um, fuck. What else? I think we've gone over quite a bit about their society and whatnot. Um, I know there's like guilds and stuff we can talk about, and like. Other shit, yeah. Basically, titles, the, but the, like the big not, thing to talk semantics. about the guilds is basically just like, oh, hey, if there's a group of people that make they a do product, shit. like they form a guild. Oh, oh, I know, I know. Um, they're like trading network stuff, like commercial money things. Uh, I'll, I'll keep it short because, like, really, it doesn't need to be any, doesn't need to be long winded. Uh, basically, Aether Gold isn't the only thing that the Caradons yep. sell. Like. If they if they can make money on it, they're probably selling it. Exotic goods, so, weapons, other currencies, thing, and shit. One thing yeah. I also, I find very interesting about their trading and their economy and stuff is that they will specifically go to 
certain like new cities and they would actually invest in their infrastructure and they will have a contract with that city to have sole trading rights with that city. Yeah. So they will get a lot, mo- lot okay. more money in the just, back. Just so we're clear, when you say sole trading rights, you mean as sole is in singular, not sole is in like that thing S-O-L- that is, S- makes up part of your humanity. Yeah, we're not talking about like angering the gash. Yeah, angering the gash. Also, they have no limit of who they trade to because they also trade with Orc War Clans and Ozark Bone Listen, fuck it. If we get paid, right? Like, well, I also like the Cardons are like heavily involved in like black market shit too. I don't give a fuck. Bones be bones. They're killing people. Just. Just boil off their flesh and give them to the people. They live in the fucking sky. What are you going to do? Come get us? <laughs> like, yeah, please come into the sky. See what happens. Oh, no. We're selling black market goods. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Um, what's fuck? They're such dicks. If they'll go, like, because, like, you know, no one really has technology like them. They will 100% take, like, oh, yeah, this is my rinky-dinky, like, old ma and pa pellet gun that i made but because it's a car than a weapon it looks like it shoots fucking laser beams it'll go they'll go down to like this one podunk like human city and be like who wants to give me 14 million gold for this like state-of-the-art doom laser and they're like me i want to do that and they'll 100 percent get away with that shit oh yeah it's funny they they mark up their prices so goddamn bad because they're like <laughs> humans are dumb Oh, yeah. Like, some of these motherfuckers are still using pitchforks, and I'm like, do you want a grenade? And they're like, what's that? It can kill Nagash. Okay, I will give you my firstborn. <laughs> and it just fucking works. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. that's their commercial practices. They're very diverse and also very shady. I thought you were about to say, and that's the commercial break. <laughs> we'll be right back after this commercial break. This video is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Oh, oh God. God. And NordVPN. And probably Audible. Who knows? <laughs> Sheath underwear. <laughs> Manscaped. <laughs> Now selling the lawnmower 4.0. Hey, that's my water fucker. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, what's what's another well-known like? Um, Liberty Gold. Liberty Gold is another Acre one. Acre Gold. Acre Gold. Um, I blew all mine. Security that I knew. system. VPN. No. no, I already said that. I already said that. Nord VPN. Sorry. What's the, what's the There's secret? another like shark VPN, I think. Mm. There used to be Tunnel Bear, but they were bought out by Google. Fucking of course they were. Yeah, we're this 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 episode is brought to you by the Patreon oh, members. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, this episode is brought to you by the Patreon members. hundred percent. hundred percent, yeah. Definitely. Actually it kind of was because like they're the ones who paid for the gas for me to get down here. Yeah. yeah. Um anything else? There there is more stuff to talk about, but like it's not really about the society or the culture it's more like hey these are like some of the cities that exist that are like where the card on overlords kind of like have their shit and like, there's more stuff that we could go over but like it it's not as important realistically and we're all kind of drunk <laughs> so i'm yeah. not drunk i'm just horribly hungover <laughs> i'm not drunk i'm just miserable <laughs> yeah a little bit uh is there anything else that you wanted to talk about or are we I mean, yeah, I guess we said this was going to be kind of a short one because we did so much talking about... Realistically, this was a three-hour episode we split into two separate episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So much to talk about. Can we not do a race breakdown for our next episode? This one was rough. Yeah, and we didn't even cover any of their, like, units or anything like that. Oh, fuck, dude, no. So much stuff. Well, I think we're also, like, trying to get away from, like, covering units and stuff when it comes to race breakdowns and more just talk about, like, the race itself, their lore. Their well, sometimes some of their units are pretty, like, some no, units no, you're can be right. interesting. You're right, yeah. I guess 
like I guess the main thing is we're trying to stray away from being like too tabletopy because yeah. like, there's other podcasts for that. Yeah, no. But like the the uh, the black um the, uh, the black we talked about them in the last episode. Well, the the not bonus episode, uh, but the 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 guys who came around specifically to fight the night Hawk. Oh, the black the the, the black marines, I think. They're the yes. the obsidian armor. Yes. They exist yes. to kill ghosts. Yeah. But na 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 na. Oh god, damn it. something strange. In your neighborhood. neighborhood. Who are you going to call? Call Caradon. <laughs> Apparently. Ghost hears a shotgun load of fucking anti-ghost slug with malicious intent. Uh, what? <laughs> what? Okay, well, I guess that's uh, it. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, sorry. This is a little short, but this is more of a mop-up episode. Just so yeah, we... you're going to listen to all of our conversations and probably go like, wow. Hey, listen, you get to hear like me start screeching about Gucci boot planes. So, like, you know, there's that. Yeah, no, I'm way too bougie for a <laughs> mid-20-year-old. Um. Oh, and the game. We're going to post this in the Discord t- tonight. Tonight. And then Saturday night, tonight. Um, the game that we're going to be doing for game night on Tuesday. We didn't get this to y'all earlier because we suck. And we're getting used to the new game night thing as well. Um, is Killing Floor 2. Yeah. You tell me I have to buy a game. Yes. Use that Patreon funding. That's what it's for. What it's for. I'll hold your hand while you do it. I'll make you feel better. I'll make you a warm cup of tea. <laughs> I can see his mouth twitch. <laughs> He's like, mother. Listen, <laughs> so we can't play Battle Bit every single fucking game night. Really fun though. Yeah, it's a really fun game. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.